Welcome to the Christian Business Concepts with your host, Harold Milby. Christian Business Concepts is dedicated to guiding companies and business owners in becoming effective, efficient, and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Now, here's your host, Harold Milby. Hey there, and thank you for downloading this week's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Uh, Thank you for being a part of the CBC family and for inviting others to listen to this podcast. You know, the average of downloads per month has grown over 300% in the last six months, and it's it's because of your belief in this podcast and, and the need uh, for Christian businesses in this world that we live in today. You know, even more importantly, uh, Christian businesses that are really applying God's business principles in order to have true, what I consider to be true godly success. And I just want to welcome you and and tell you that how much I appreciate you being a part of our podcast and being a part of the podcast family. You know, it's my sincere hope that every time we do a, pod, a podcast that it has a real positive impact on those of you who listen and that each episode, every episode will, will encourage you, it will enlighten you, and it will empower you. So thanks for listening this week. I'm, I'm excited about today's podcast, and uh, let's, uh, let's, let's just jump right in, shall we? So if you were to ask your friends how many of them knew how and could actually drive a manual transmission vehicle, how many... Do you think in your friendship uh, sphere, um, how many do you think could actually drive uh, a manual transmission? Now, I'm talking about driving a car or a truck where you have a clutch, you have to shift gears. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. I would probably venture to say that many of them, probably most of them, do not know how to drive a manual transmission or they don't, you know, They've never needed to. They don't want to. But, uh, you know, when you, when you drive a stick, when you drive a manual transmission, uh, you learn to feel, you learn to sense that timing of shifting gears. You know, you can tell by the sound of the motor and uh, possibly the RPM gauge. If you, if you have one of those, you can tell by the RPM gauge. And uh, if you didn't shift gears, then you would limit the power and the potential of that motor. You know, if you, if you don't shift gears, you, you could damage the transmission. You could damage the motor. And in today's podcast, we're going to explore why that you need to change gears as a leader and when to change gears and how to change gears uh, as a leader. So, you know, when I was a young teenager, my parents bought me a 10-speed bicycle. You know, 10 speeds back in that time were all the rage, and and uh, everybody wanted a 10 speed, and it was much easier to ride uh, than than some of the other bikes that you know that you had that didn't really have but one gear, uh, and so it it was just you know it was back then of course it was much easier to ride bikes on the road you know uh, drivers were more respectful uh, people and cars were more careful they were less distracted. 
Uh, so I used to ride all over the place. And the only thing that I hated was how small the seat was. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know, things, you know, it was just the, the, the big thing I think that I noticed about the bicycle was how easy it was when I had to pedal uphill. Uh, because what I would do is I'd change the gear because I was going up uphill. And uh, recently, Harvard Business Review did a study where they looked at the difference between leaders that held really tight to power, which they called authority mode, uh, versus leaders who had more of a flattened hierarchy. They shared the power, which we'll call the flat mode. Uh, you know, and after studying several thousand leaders, they found that when leaders and teams get stuck in either mode, they direct, they, they develop, uh, you know, problems like, in the authority mode, you know, there's no innovation, there's no creative thinking, uh, there's a lack of trust. Um, you know, they got that, that they failed to get any kind of good feedback. Uh, they didn't receive good ideas or suggestions from employees. There, there was a lack of ownership. But in the flat mode, uh, a lot of times there was a lack of dis, uh, a timely decision making. Uh, there, there was no discipline uh, that was coordinated. There, there was a lack of 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 uh, clear actions. Uh, there was a a lack of of execution. So I think that that's the one thing that we have to consider is that that those that shifted from flat mode to authority mode or vice versa. Eventually, according to the study, outperformed those who stuck to one or the other. So it's extremely important to learn when it's time to change gears. You know, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, uh, Jesus is speaking to Peter and he says, And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now contrast this to verse 23 when he says to this same Peter, he says, but he turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an, an offense unto me. Now Jesus had to change gears with Peter to get him to understand the situation. So he goes from one minute telling him that he is the rock, uh, a rock and that he's going to build his church upon a rock. And then he goes to the, the next thing just a few verses later in the same chapter and tells Peter uh, and likens him under Satan himself. And he says, you're an offense to me. Now, that was Jesus changing gears. And uh, Jesus, as you read the New Testament, you'll find out that Jesus did change gears a lot more than what people would like to think because he did. But, you know, most of you can remember as a child, as I do, the difference um, you know, when you when you uh, were called by your parents and when they yelled for you uh, and they called you by your first and your middle name and possibly your first, middle, and last name, then you knew right then and there that your, your parents were changing gears, right? They were changing gears with you. And uh, so when are some of those times, you know, let, let's talk about that because when are some of those times that you need to change gears? Years. Well, you know, there's times when there's a challenge. Uh, you know, these are tough times. They can be a, a reason to change gears as a leader. You know, David was a mere shepherd boy, 
But when he heard Goliath challenge the children of Israel, he quickly changed gears. Uh, and uh, and he went to the king, uh, King Saul, and he said, "Hey, who is this uncircumcised uh, Philistine?" So he he went from from being a shepherd boy uh, to to being the savior of Israel, and it was because he changed gears. Uh, another uh, time that we may need to choose, uh, choose gear, uh, change gears is during a crisis. During a crisis, uh, it can be an emergency, or uh, it could be just a time situation, a time restraint, uh, and and it's become a crisis because you don't have a lot of time. So sometimes you have to change gears at that point. Uh, maybe it it's a cause. Uh, maybe it's a cause. So in other words, it's something that could be very, very important, a very important project, and sometimes you have to change gears. Um, another time could be during a time of change. You know, sometimes events, environments, uh, or maybe you have people who just are change resistant. They don't want to change. And uh, some people struggle with that, even though that that environment needs to change or has changed. But there are people who don't like change. They're just they just don't like it. And uh, everybody kind of likes change. They we all talk about how oh we need change, we need change. Well, everybody says that until it actually affects them directly. Then nobody likes change. Uh, you know, so Joshua had to change gears, uh, if you'll recall, because he was Moses' second in command. Uh, you know, when he when they left the. Uh, 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 the Egypt with the children of Israel, uh, Joshua kind of became the assistant, uh, really, uh, you know, to Moses, and uh, he had to change that when they got to finally got to the promised land. Moses was not inter, uh, able to enter the the promised land. That's a whole other story. But then Joshua had to change gears from being Moses' assistant to being a military leader and the leader of the children of Israel. So. He had to change gears during that time of change. Uh, another another a time is uh, conflict. Sometimes when there's conflict, you as a leader, you've got to change gears. You have to change gears. Uh, you have to do that. Maybe you have to change your leadership style a little bit, uh, but you have to change gears. Uh, uh, another time is uh, a character. Now, when I say that, what I mean by is there's a difference between personalities and how they need to be handled. Uh, so you've heard me say, treat all customers with the same respect, but you don't treat all customers the same. Well, that same holds true of your employees. Sometimes you have to treat certain employees differently. You treat them with the same respect, but you treat them differently. I used to have a person on staff, on my staff, when I pastored in Florida, and he was a type person that you couldn't, uh, the only way that you could approach him and the only way that you could get him to see that he needed to do something, make a change or what have you, is you just had to get in his face and you had to be real straightforward and, uh, you know, just look him eyeball to eyeball and just tell him. 
And some people don't respond well to that, but he that was the only way he responded. So I always had to change gears when I was around his character because he was different. His personality was different. His need was different. And so sometimes you have to change gears then. Um, sometimes it's you, you have to change gears with the crowd. Uh, because you know we we listen we hear this all the time, especially for those uh, people who who speak in public. Know your audience. Know who you're speaking to. Well, Jesus spoke to the religious uh, religious leaders of the day in a different gear than he did his followers. He talked to them a little bit differently than the way he talked to the religious leaders. Jesus had to shift gears. Uh, and then sometimes correction. So it could be a course direction. It could be a people correction. Uh, but sometimes when there's correction ahead, you have to change gears. That's just something that you have to consider. So how do we change gears? That's the thing. I mean, you know, it's one thing to say, yeah, I got to change gears. It's another thing uh, to change gears. You know, the reason that that I'm talking about this today is because years ago, uh, my um, my boss and the owner of the company came to me and he said, you know, I like your leadership style. I wish I could be more like a coach like you. But the one thing I've noticed is that you need to learn how to change gears. You need to uh, to be a little bit more intense at times. And, uh, you know, you need to learn how to change gears. And I really took that to heart because I, I realized he was right, number one, and that I saw these other situations, just like I shared with you, those different situations that, that you need to change gears. And and I saw that. And so I just thought that you would be uh, challenged today, but it would be an encouragement uh, and it would help empower you if if I could kind of share with you how to change gears. So let's look at the, the first thing. That is to fully identify the situation. What's taking place? Who does this involve? Um you know, you have to look at all the entire situation, get the big picture and see. Sometimes you have to see that before you can change gears, because if you don't fully identify the situation, you may not change to the right gear. You know, you, you may not you, you, you may not do that. You know, sometimes you have to change gears, but you, you, you change in a different order because of this situation over another situation. You know, it's kind of like a truck my dad bought when I was a teenager in high school. He bought an old like 1947 Ford pickup truck or Chevy pickup truck, but it had a three uh, 327 uh, Corvette motor in it. The problem is the gears in the back of the truck, the, the, the gears were not geared for that motor. I could never take off in first gear. So sometimes in certain situations, you cannot take off in first gear. You have to start out in a different gear. So you have to fully identify the situation. Uh, next, you have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to change. You know, we all get into ruts. We all get into certain mindsets. You got to be willing to change that. You got to be willing to change your mindset. That's where I was at uh, when my boss came to me and said, "You need to learn how to change gears." I was in a rut. I had my certain mindset that this is who I am, this is what I do, but yet there are times when I, I needed to change gears. So you have to be willing uh, to change. Uh, you have to be careful of your opinions because sometimes our opinions get in our way, 
And so you have to look at that and you have to be willing to change. Now, I'm not telling you that you need to change your principles because you don't need to change your principles, but you have to change your gears of your leadership style. And uh, so uh, Thomas Jefferson said one time, he said, in matters of style, swim with the current in matters of principles, stand like a rock. So that's what I mean. Don't change your principles, but change your either your leadership style, lean on some of the other leadership styles, um, you know, and, and, and look at that uh, and be willing to change. Uh, the next thing that you have to do is determine if when you change gears that you don't really have to go into a different leadership style, but you need to turn up the intensity of your leadership style. You know, we, we, we've talked about different leadership styles in the past. You know, we've talked about the democratic leader. He leads by encouraging participation. You know, he, he's a type of leader that creates ownership and those people that he leads. And, um, you know, the downside, of course, to that leadership style is, is, is like a church putting something into a committee. It's very difficult to build a consensus and get progress uh, to come when you're in a committee. So, you know, there's the democratic style. There, There is the autocratic, uh, which is the opposite of the democratic leader. The autocratic makes decisions without the input of other people. And so... There's the autocratic, and, and then maybe you're the bureaucratic leader. This is the kind of leadership that can be seen in a lot of our businesses or organizations who have a lot of great success. They're more of a bureaucratic. This is the type of leader who who wants to follow the same methods and rules, and and this is the type of leadership that can, can stifle creativity or imagination. So there is a downside to that. Or, or maybe you're a visionary a visionary leader, and, and they lead by inspiring other people. Uh, or maybe you're a transactional leader. Uh, this is the, the type, and I always describe the carrot and the stick. Uh, that's kind of the transactional leader. In other words, uh, you motivate people, uh, and it comes in the form of like a give and take. If you do this for me, I'll do this for you. If if this happens with you, this will happen. Uh, or if this happens for me, then this will happen for you. So, you know, I think that that's kind of what we're talking about with transactional. Then there's always the coaching leadership. That's kind of my, my style of leadership. Uh, this is also associated with like a servant style leadership a lot of times. Um, and, uh, you know, if the employees are open to change and challenge, uh, then this style can really help employees. Uh, and uh, so that's kind of important to understand or what we call the laissez-faire uh, type of leader. Uh, this is a real laid back type of of leader, uh, they tend to have a lot of confidence in people, and they let them manage themselves. Uh, but uh, you know, maybe your transformational, uh, transformational leader, um, you know, it 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 really like its uh, root word. This leadership style kind of uh, kind of looks to transform the employee. It encourages a lot of thinking outside the box. So there's the transform, uh, transformational leader. And uh, these types of leaders can become so focused on the future that they can miss important and really minute details. So sometimes they may, uh, made, uh, may trade current issues with long-term plans or goals. 
And this, in turn, can give way to a lot of misunderstandings with employees who can't watch or can't catch the vision. So everyone has a natural a style of leadership that comes from their personality, their experience, uh, experiences in life, and and current current skills. But but that doesn't mean that you can't learn other leadership styles. You know, like I said, my natural leadership style is coaching. Uh, this may possibly be due to to probably a lot of the years that I've had as a as a senior pastor. But, you know, if you're going to be able to change gears, you've got to determine if you need to change your leadership style. So sometimes we have to be willing to change what really comes naturally because it's needed, because you have to do it. Uh, Then you need to communicate why you needed to change. Now, this is important because people see you and they recognize that in what you're doing, they recognize uh, that you've changed, okay? They've recognized, hey, you're not acting like a coach. You're acting like an autocratic leader who's just telling me what to do, and you expect me to follow orders. And that's not like you. That's not like you. And some people will get offended if you either change the intensity of your leadership uh, style or if you change and lean upon another leadership style. Uh, So you have to be able to communicate why you need to change your leadership style. You have to explain to them and and explain to them, hey, I've you know we've got to work in this way uh, to have alignment. Uh, we've got to have collaboration and growth, and and so I've got to change my my leadership style a little bit, or I've got to change the way we're doing things or the way I'm doing things a little bit. And uh, way maybe you're in a crisis, and one of those things, one of the lists that we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, and and you know you could be in that situation, and so you've got to communicate why you need to change. It's crucial to the employees and the people that you lead that they understand why you're changing gears. You know, Charles Kettering said, the world hates change, yet it is the only thing that has brought progress. So we kind of have to look at that. If you want progress, in, in your business, if you want progress in your department, you have to begin to realize there are times that you're going to have to change gears in your leadership style or you're going to have to change gears uh, and go into a different leadership style altogether. So you have to look at that. And in order to go to that higher level of success, you're going to need to change from time to time into that different gear. It doesn't mean that that you necessarily need to change as a person. I'm not trying to tell you you have to be a chameleon. All I'm saying is is that it it does mean that you need to change your thoughts, change your assumptions, change your opinions, and even your direction sometimes. Uh, but be encouraged because I know you can do it. And the reason I know you can do it is because I did it. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I, I'm not special in regards to the fact that I'm, I'm better than anybody else or I'm a better leader than anybody else. I'm sure I know for a fact that there are many leaders that are better than I am uh, that, that can do better in a leadership role than I can. I do what I do. I do Harold. That's who I do. I don't do Bob. I don't do Robert. I don't do anybody else. I do Harold. And I feel like I do Harold pretty good. But, but you know, it, it, we just have to be willing. We have to change those things 
But I just want you to know you can do it. And I know you can do it. It's, it's not a question as to if. I believe you can. And so as, as uh, you've listened to this podcast today, I really hope uh, that you see the need from time to time to change gears. Now, Father, I thank you for each and every person who's listened to this podcast today. I ask that you help them recognize that when they need to change gears, I, I pray, Lord, that you help them determine what they need to change in order to affect the right results. Lord, I thank you for their business. I thank you for the department. I thank you for their careers. Lord, I thank you for your success upon them in the name of Jesus Amen. Well, thanks for downloading this week's podcast, and and please be sure to recommend this podcast to others. If it's been a blessing and an encouragement to you, uh, please be sure and uh, uh, let them know. And also, let me ask you this. If you would, please let me know. Email me and let me know some of the other topics that you'd like to see uh, a CBC tackle from a biblical you know, perspective. And and also let me know through an email how this podcast has helped you uh, in your business or organization. And you can email me at Harold M. That's the letter M, as in Milby. Uh, Harold M at ChristianBusinessConcepts.org. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you again for listening to today's Christian Business Concepts podcast. And remember that Jesus is Lord and he wants you blessed. Thank you for tuning into this week's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Go to ChristianBusinessConcepts.com for more information and resources. Be sure to check out other podcasts that will help you take your business and your personal life to a whole new level of success.